How do you want to be seen? My name is Lisa and I am a portrait photographer. I've been asking that question of my clients for some time now and it has given me the opportunity, it's actually given me the ability to get to know them on such a level in such a way that I can create their portraits showing who they are, not just what they look like. And I value that question so much that I've loved having conversations based around it. How do you want to be seen? I've spoken to people in business, in community, and creatives. And I'm looking forward to having more of those conversations. My guest today is Brianna Graves. Brianna has a very strong background in advertising, and she has decided to take her skills and build a new business for herself, one that can help the community by connecting them with wellness practitioners. I'm going to say that a couple of years ago, I had what I thought was a great idea. I was going to design this directory, but man, was it a lot of work. It was way more work than I could handle myself. The first time I heard that Brianna was creating a directory to connect wellness practitioners and those in the community, I thought, bravo. And I also thought, we need to support this woman because I know there's a lot of work that goes behind this. And my directory, while I still think it was a good idea, it was really kind of a, a spray. You know, Everybody should be a part of this. But Brianna has decided that she wants it to be very specific to to meet the needs of those who have wellness needs. I'm certain she can describe it better. So enjoy my conversation with Brianna Graves. I am really, really happy to have you here, Brianna. And as my guest, well, first, welcome. Welcome. And thank you for doing this. And so I'm really happy that we have the opportunity to talk and that I can introduce you to those who might not yet know you. So please tell me who you are and what you do. Thank you again for having me. Um, So I am Brianna Graves and I am the co-owner with my partner Ivor Edmonds of Saga. And Saga promotes a collective of wellness and healing practitioners in the Monadnock region. Coming from the marketing, branding, advertising world, I'm a copywriter. I had a full-time job as a director of marketing and development at an agency based out of San Francisco. And so in my, you know, any of this that came to life in 2019 happened at night or early in the morning or on the weekends. And so when I would find a pocket of time, I would do a little brainstorming with myself and had all different ways of doing that. So you started off on the West Coast and you were able to incorporate a whole different part of your brain of your world into what has now become very kind of holistic based was that a big trans transformation Um, for you it was over a longer period of time I've been in New Hampshire since about 2015 um, and given my experience I mostly was working remotely for agencies elsewhere so um, even the agency based out of San Fran I was still living and working here that was cool. And it also, we only worked with um, conscious and sustainable brands, a lot of B Corps. So that that all felt good. I think prior to that, I had tried to get out of the ad industry because I just was tired of selling things that didn't, that felt like they didn't matter. Selling just to sell. And that's what advertising is good at, but it also can be used for good. The same minds that know how to create behavior change uh, can be used for good. That's what really I believe in my heart. And 
you know, as I met Ivor, who is a healing practitioner for more than 20 years, and it just clicked for the two of us that our skills complement each other. But I also realized that someone like Ivor, who's hands-on all day in sessions or in classes or really giving, giving, giving their energy as healing and wellness practitioners do, when they get home at the end of the day um, and they're trying to create a Facebook ad or a MailChimp newsletter or whatever it is until 3 a.m. trying, you know, like a second shift or a third shift, it, it just doesn't always work. And I realized that I could use the skills that I've gained over the past 15 years or so to help people that I really admire um, to amplify what they're doing. I tried ooh, a couple of years ago to start a directory, but I, <laughs> despite my best efforts, became so overwhelmed with the actual, just the doing of it. Yes. And I know yours is a sort of a niche market and that's great, but still, I know it's a lot of work. I just, I know there's a lot to it. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, it's true. And I think having a niche is, is what saves it. You know, we're so focused on the healing and wellness practitioners in the region that we know there's lots of other amazing businesses out there and there may be ways in the future that they interact as well, but keeping a focus in, in our not so little corner <laughs> has helped. But there's so many folks here who are facilitating that kind of healing. Yeah, to your point, it's a lot of work as is. Having tried to create a, di a directory myself, it was not the same as yours, but the intention was the same and that right. was to connect and to be able to for me, it was an attempt to have businesses, yes, work business to business, but also to refer their clients to each other so that it became the sort of grassroots directory where people were genuinely interested in making connections, community mm -hmm. with business. I still love the idea, but wow, wow, wow. It was so much more work than I anticipated. And I was trying to do it on my own and I realized it was just bigger than I am. So then I, I'm introduced to what you're doing and just so impressed, first of all, that you've decided to narrow down your market, which I did not do. <laughs> it was like all takers come all my way. All advisors told me not to do. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Tell um, me what you any mean. any business advisors that I've worked with and bring this to life, they're like, oh, I don't know that I would narrow my focus in that way. And I think in part, it's a misunderstanding about, you know, how important this work is and how um, many people are realizing they need it. But, you know, all, all advice was keep don't say no to any business. Keep the doors open. And I was like, no, I know there's a niche here. Oh, see, I'm so glad you did that because as an absolute outsider, I can say that it's so attractive. And I don't mean just the exclusivity of it, but the idea that you have, you're focusing your energies and your time on making this work. You're mm -hmm. thinking more of quality than just mass. Yeah. So I always love that idea that being the Walmart of whatever business, right. we already have a Walmart. <laughs> like, let's be, let's be really good at what we do. Yeah. So that's great. Can you describe a little bit more because you touched on it when you said that Ivor would come home after working all day and then have to work. So for somebody who knows nothing about what you are offering, could you sure. please explain it? So there's a few different layers of what we offer. I think part of what we're trying to do is blend my expertise with Ivor's. So he is a teacher. He is a healing practitioner. He is hands-on with clients still all day. What he is doing now is bringing a lot of classes to the Monadnock region. And what I'm bringing to the mix is um, my marketing and advertising skills. And so I, we have the directory. We have a community calendar of 
uh, wellness events specifically. Um, but I also work one-on-one with a lot of healing and wellness practitioners to amplify their messaging. And when I say amplify, it's a little bit different in the sense that um, I'm not necessarily for everyone, you know, taking over their social media, but rather tapping into what I call the the power of collaborative promotion. And I think that the more that we come together, it allows our community to know that there's one place they can look, but that everybody is there. I think, you know, particularly in this moment of pandemic, we're experiencing what it feels like when everyone starts shouting. We all want to help. We all want to provide an answer, some guidance, a little bit of inspiration. But what that can also be experienced as is just so much noise. And that parlays into what we're doing, because if each individual practitioner is talking about their services, which they still should, this is not saying to not do that, but it it, it creates the need for the public to look in a lot of different places to find what they need. And I have a personal experience that inspired that, which I'm happy to share in a second if you'd like. But I think having one place to go is really what inspired that. So that story, when I moved to the Mananak region, I was experiencing a pretty awful breakup from my uh, daughter's father and I was grieving, you know, there's no other way to describe how I felt my family had fallen apart. I had to leave New York city. And thankfully I kind of stumbled into this beautiful region where my parents had moved. And, you know, I sought out maybe a massage therapist one day when I just, you know, really needed a moment of relaxation. And then she recommended someone else that I should see. And then I, you know, I sought out a, the support of therapy and that person recommended. So word of mouth is a really meandering, beautiful path. And that's the way my healing journey has gone. But I would be lying if I didn't say that I wished in those moments that there was one place I could go that would tell me, okay, what are you experiencing? There's a lot of people here to support you with that. And here they are. Yes. And I think it is so important that people realize this is not equivalent to Yelp. This is not at all. This is really about connection, right? You're just connecting people, providing kind of this, this hub where people can go to find out what the next step is. Yeah. And it's it's not about saga. You know, we want everyone, we want to turn all eyeballs toward us, but not to look at us. It's so that we can hold up mirrors toward the way the the support that's needed. So if someone is grieving as I was, they can come to our website, see that we have a community care circle that's based around grief. And without knowing necessarily what any of the modalities that we have listed are, they know that they serve you in a time of grief. So you don't have to know what EFT tapping is, but you can trust that that will help you in a time of grieving and that there's this practitioner and this practitioner available to you. Um, And that's another big thing that we believe is, um, you know, a a model of abundance. And we don't have one masseuse and one therapist and one, we want everyone to come together um, so that we can serve more of the community. I so appreciate that. Okay. So you mentioned a couple of things that I would love to address. I know you worked with Jeannie Demur, who is herself into tapping, and she could not say enough about just how you helped her to rethink and strategize on how she needs to put herself out there. I hate that term, put yourself out there, but it's true. <laughs> and I don't know exactly what you did, but to hear her, to hear her just explain that you have just did that, you kind of gave her a different perspective because we do have a lot of people who are great social media strategists, who are great marketing professionals, all of that. But sometimes it's more than just how do right. I use a hashtag? 
How often should I post? How are you different than that? So, so we will talk about the directory. You've already spoken really eloquently about what that offers, but let's also incorporate your one-on-one with the small business. So I am not, I'm not the person to go to, to find out what is the latest and greatest um, about social media. I'm not. (laughs) That's okay. I've been doing that for so long that at some point the minutia is less interesting <laughs> to me, uh, to me, <laughs> there's other people um, in the region who are just amazing at that. Emily Abel is one. Um, Stacy yes. is another. There's, there's other people that I admire um, what they're offering. My passion at this point in my career is based more around the str- strategic side of things. Um, so when you mentioned Jeannie Demers, who's, wonderful um and able to inspire so many people to move past her money block uh, their money blocks what we really did was create a content strategy for her that was based in what she has to offer herself um and i think what a lot of people come to me especially in this region saying is i do this and this and this and this and this and i don't know what to talk about first second third what's more important, what's less important. Um, And so Jeannie and I um, and other Saga clients as well did a fun exercise where we just, we, it's a tabletop exercise with sticky notes and we lay it all out and we create a plan out of it. And then I take that back and turn it into a a living document that um, she or others can refer to in real time as to how do we want to tell our story. And it really is a living document. You know, we did that. We were excited about it. Um, and then in real time, things come along and we want to we want to shift the story maybe a bit and focus on something else. So um, she's a great example because she is working with others. Um, Melissa Reed, I think, is another awesome woman who is supporting her. And and it really takes a team. You know, you said earlier doing the directory by yourself. It's like it's so hard for any of us to be successful in this world alone. Um, we really need each other. And so. I respect all the professionals here who are experts on things that I kind of, I'm not. I I know enough to really spread the word and you can get my messaging out there, but that's a lot. A lot of that is based more in my copywriting or the strategy of what I'm doing than if I'm using the right hashtag, to be totally honest. Yes. And you mentioned telling the story and, and you also mentioned Melissa Reed. That is just so cohesive with what I think for me, and I am with you that social media has its place. It it is not my strength, but telling the story in whatever way you can. So if you use social media to tell your story, great. But the fact that you do it in a way that really makes the business, the person behind the business, I think is going to be so, so relatable. And then, like you said, hand it off to somebody who is really good at knowing how to use social media as its own tool. I think a lot of us are just so, we've been so inundated with social media, even before this crisis that we're in right now, that it kind of can depersonalize ourselves, you know? And so it's really beautiful that what you're doing is to make that connection real person to real person. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Now, the directory itself, now, do you call it a directory? I keep calling it that. It is a directory. Um, the directory really is rooted in all of us are coming together, as many healing and wellness practitioners from the region as possible are coming together first, just in assembly. It's the starting point for us of pulling everybody into one place. Yes, so the community can tune in and have, you know, one place to reference and see everybody who's available. 
um, but also so we as pr practitioners can come together and start to start to collaborate. So we, for people who join the directory, we have what we call the Saga Circle Code, and we all agree to live by that code. But it's basically saying that, you know, we agree to be collaborative. We agree um, in the power of abundance and we agree to serve our communities and recognize that. Um, so we don't need to be in competition. It doesn't serve us, particularly in this industry. What feels like the better way to tap into it is by first coming together and acknowledging each other. And, um, you know, to something you said about your own directory before, that we're referring clients to each other um, because the nature of this this work is that you experience something and often it unlocks something for you or you move through a phase and then you need something else. Um, so the better equipped all of us as practitioners are to know what else is around us, the better off we all are, our community and ourselves as, as a uh, community of practitioners. I'm so glad that you addressed that because there is always, especially when things get tight and challenging, there's always that we can tell ourselves, well, we want to be collaborative. We want to be willing to share and there is an abundance. But when things get difficult, it can be easy okay. to overlook that. And you had mentioned, I know that it has to be on hold right now, but you had mentioned having a retreat specifically for yes. the practitioners. The Saga Summit is really for the practitioners themselves. It's going to be a day-long event where we are taking care of them. We are going to have talks throughout the day. We're going to have interactive conversations where we're really able to just soundboard with each other again on, you know, what am I experiencing in my practice? What am, what keeps coming up for my clients? Is that something that we should pay attention to? And then later in the day, we'll shift um, after looking at some of those insights into how can we collaborate? What are ways that we can partner to address some of this? It'll have a yummy organic lunch. We're going to have some movement throughout the day. So it's not just sitting and talking. And we we just hope it's a day that really allows um, practitioners across the Mananak region to connect, to feel a little bit restored, um, taken care of, because these are the people who are spending their careers and their lives and their everyday taking care of everybody else. And the feedback that I'm getting most is not not thanks for taking care of us for a day. It's, oh, thank goodness, we really want to connect with each other. And I think that's the other piece, you oh, know, beautiful. if you're, you're in nice. session with clients all day, it's such amazing, important work, but you're not necessarily having the time or the energy left over. It's such energy intensive work to, to make those connections or to do, quote unquote, networking. I don't think it's typical networking, but at the base of things it is. And so that's the, the biggest response we've gotten so far is we're so excited to have a moment to connect with each other. And that's made me very excited. We're excited to host the Saga Summit at Stepping Stones Farm, which is Boo Martin's new endeavor in Temple. Um, it's a beautiful space. It's a farm that's been in her family since she was a child. And we're really honored to be able to be among the first uh, events that Boo holds at the farm. So if someone is in the position that you described yourself as having been in, so if you what come to sagamanadnock.com and you click on community, um, that's where our community care circles reside. And we, while we began initially with kind of a running directory and all of the practitioners were listed there with their bios and, you know, all pertinent information, it quickly became clear that not everybody knows what these modalities are and therefore you don't know how it would benefit you or if you should even try it. 
Um, so we reoriented our directory into community care circles, such as grief or trauma or pregnancy and postpartum, you know, integrative medicine. And that way, as a community member, you might be able to identify what you're experiencing, but not know what you need. So when you come in, you can see, again, using grief, grief as an example, and know, oh, I know I'm grieving. I click on that button. And when you do, you see practitioners in the light of what you're experiencing. So you don't have to know necessarily what those modalities are or what they mean. All of our practitioners are willing to have a, a conversation and just kind of connect with someone and tell them more before they schedule something. Or you can get right in their studios or their offices and, and, and start to experience it firsthand. So um, the orientation is really community facing. It's interesting for us, it's kind of our clients' clients, but it's very important to us for it to be that way so that it's the most accessible portal possible. I think it's just genius in its ease because if somebody's in that position, you're right. They, right. they just want to feel better and compassionate. That's what I love so much when you first stood up and talked about what you're doing. It was so obvious that your heart was in this, that yes, you are running a business. Of course, you need to see that grow, but that your heart was in helping people. Thank and you I for just that love that. Reflection. That feels I always great that. because it's true. It really is born of experience. I've spoken of my own. Ivor has his, his own as well that brought him to this moment. And, and so it could not be more rooted in love, the business for starting with our love for each other um, and then our love for this community. We both came here from other places and felt at home right away. It's a really special region. And in in a variety of ways, the region has supported us in settling here. And it's a little way of giving back. And, um, and I find that that's what the towns in the Monadnock region really do. People are there for each other. And this is a moment in history where that's proven, you know, we have to stay home. That's the best thing we can do right now. So we're doing it. And as soon as we can go out, you know that people will be back in the streets trying to help each other in any way they possibly can. And yeah, thank you for reflecting that because it really is uh, a labor of love, as they say. <laughs> it is very clear. The studio that I have in Keene, it's kind of, there's a subtitle to it. It is a collaboration of beauty. And so as I as I meet or interact with people like you, my interest is so piqued because to me that the definition of what that is, the beauty is, is not just the pretty picture that comes from sitting with me. It is mm -hmm. wellness and all that that entails. So maybe it's body image or depression or, or maybe it's nutrition or whatever it is. And so I am so excited for the opportunity to hopefully be able to work with you and so many other people from diff in different capacities to just be a place that is a beautiful collaborative space. Like you said, it's let's collaborate. Um, there is enough to go around for everyone. And the more that we together can help people understand what the, these modalities are and the power of them, um, the better off everyone will be. And, you know, to what you just said, that that spirit really comes through in your photographs so much differently than a lot of other very beautiful photography. I think the time that you take to get to know people and who they really are and, and how they want to be seen is reflected in a really unique portrait. And I love that about your work. Well, thank you. You know, it's interesting. I was, I was hearing from some people who I've not worked with. They've just seen my work and they said, well, your stuff is so dark. It's very dark. And I, I have to agree. Often it is, but it's because it comes from the conversations I have with people who very often 
they seem all bubbly all the time, but when you speak with them, you realize yeah. there's such depth and there's stories behind them, you know, and that is who they are. That that sometimes the the perpetual happiness is not necessarily a facade, but not the whole story. Yeah, depth depth and, is the yeah, perfect so, word, I think. And I can see where your photographs could be described as dark. I think that's lighting. <laughs> but I would describe it more as like the emotion that you're <laughs> you're reflecting from the person themselves. Like you just capture the true essence of someone. And um, with a brilliant use of lighting, it might come off as dark. It's depth of emotion. It's depth of experience. It's depth to what you just said of of who a person really is. You know, we're we're presenting for our businesses in a certain way. But the more we reflect who we are as whole people, that's going to shift our society. The more we accept each other as whole people, even in our businesses, the better off we all are in, in humanity. So I love that way that your photographs capture that. From that conversation that we just had about being seen and that we are we are more than one thing. So yes, we can actually be really happy people and joyful and mm -hmm. have this sort of exactly. pensive side to us. <laughs> but it leads me to the question that is the theme of this podcast for you. How do you want to be seen? And as you answer that question, I will revisit the fact that, yes, when you stand up, you do have this air of calm confidence and, and just joy and kindness. And that's how I would see you from, mm -hmm. at least from a distance. But you it's tell nice, me, how yeah. do you want to Again, be seen? Again, have reflections like that. So thank you. Um, I want to be seen as a resource. I think I um, have a lot of varied experience in my life. And all of that experience has led me back to the realization that at the end of the day, we're all just people. We all are humans. We're all going through similar experiences. And I think... I really just want to be able to give something back to a community that welcomed me with open arms the the most vulnerable time in my life and and I'm someone who is very creative. I like to create um new things and I I do want to bring joy to them because we you know, part of what Saga recognizes is that we all experience very dark moments. And in those moments, as much as you're able to let someone else in and let someone else help you, it can really make a difference and change things. And if I can kind of stand at the center of things and draw people toward me, and by people, I mean practitioners and create a community, I'm really only doing that so that I can, I can reflect or, or, you know, in literal terms, refer people to what they need. It's not me at the end of the day. I can help and serve practitioners, but I'm not a healing practitioner myself. I also want to model a new kind of business that really, you know, we're not just shouting wellness for others, but we're we're thinking about that ourselves and we're not creating businesses that require us to work around the clock or sacrifice our own wellness anymore. I'm hoping that Saga uh, on the other side of this is, really is a resource for people to say, maybe there's a different way. I'm so glad that you expounded on that because when you first said, I want to be seen as a resource, I, I was afraid that I had misled you in the question because it sounded like you were saying, this is how I want my business to be. But then as you went on, it became clear that that the business is a reflection of who you are, that it's not just 
it's not just a business plan that you are implementing, but this is something that comes from inside of you. And so as a giver yes. yourself, yes, this, this is, is your way of giving. Giving. Thank you. Well, I just I have to thank you. I know you have a little one at home. I know that that's has its own challenges. <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for inviting me. Um, I love your work, and I love um, I love the light you shine on who people really are. Well, I thank you, and of course, all of the contact information for you, as well as all of the other businesses we've talked about today, will be in the show notes, and so people will be able to connect with you, and you will no doubt continue to connect them with whoever you, they need Lisa. to see. I appreciate so you. thank you for all of the work you do. Stay safe and stay thank sane. You. Thank you. Isn't it great what she's doing? And even her description where she acknowledged that there was a time in her life where she could have benefited from something like this. And maybe you can't describe what you need, but you know what you're feeling. Well, she's created that hub that I mentioned earlier. So if you are a wellness practitioner, please contact Brianna. And if you're somebody in need, go to her website. I really don't want to dwell too much on what we all know is the news, the coronavirus, but I'm also not going to pretend that I'm walking around with blinders. I know people are anxious and concerned, but I also see so much generosity and compassion. It's beautiful. There are so many people that I could mention here, and so I feel like it's almost inappropriate to mention anyone for fear of leaving somebody out. But my hope is that I will be able to interview some of these people. Not just so you know where to go to get what you need now, but because they offer so much for the community to know that they are out there looking for opportunities to help and to serve. It's kind of a great thing. Now when I think of those people, I think, well, that's how I see them. I've seen them as good business people. I've seen them as supportive but now I see them taking the next step. Do you see the value of that question? How do you want to be seen? Yes, it's true. I am a portrait photographer. Yes, my goal is to create portraits, but it is not, it is not just about how we look. It's about who we are. We get to decide that. And by extension, that determines how we're seen. How do you want to be seen? Until next time, please be safe and be kind. Thank you for listening.